So, um, I don't know if these are going to be cataloged in order or how I'm even going to catalog these or it doesn't really matter. It's just important that I get everything down. Every last detail, every last note or thought, just in case, just in case. I came this close to being just another victim here in Half Moon. It's getting harder and harder to believe that these incidents aren't real. Maybe I need to talk to Gray again, hear his perspective on what could have happened with that arcade machine. I'm sure he can put my mind at ease. He seems to know what he's talking about. But that doesn't change the fact that Zachariah died the other night. The Chronicle even reported on it. They said... The paper said that he died in a fire. The same one that we put out before we left. The same way that I could have... Something is wrong with this picture. That fire was out. That machine was unplugged. It's possible, it's likely, that whatever tried to kill me went back and succeeded with Zachariah. Or... The paper says he was badly burned and died from smoke inhalation, which is how you'd expect someone would normally die from a fire. But the thing that almost killed me would have burned me from the inside, just like Marianne. What if this was... No, that's too much. I suppose I'll state it for the record, though. It's possible that someone had Zachariah killed, which is really frustrating. We were going to go back and interview him, or that was the hope anyway. We just wanted to talk to figure out what the hell happened, but we obviously couldn't do that. It must have happened no more than half an hour after we left. I guess there's nothing for it then. We have some good leads for another encounter. I think we'll explore those next, but we have to be more careful. Okay, we're recording. What are we working on this week? What? Are you sure you're okay to keep going? Why wouldn't I be? You almost got killed last night, Tabby. I was going to say it a little more delicately, but yeah. Ash is right. I'm fine. I didn't get killed, so I might as well keep working. Don't you think you could use a break? No, I don't need one. We already went bowling. That was enough of a break. Look, I'm fine. It wasn't even that big of a deal. I'm fine. And Gray's fine, too. Look at him. Actually, Tabby, I'm still a little shaken. Why? You're serious. Yeah. It was a freak electrical accident, just like you said. Well, yeah. What? 
Don't tell me you're a believer all of a sudden. I never said that. Then what's wrong? N nothing, I guess. Tabby, stop it. I'm not doing anything, Ash. Yes, you are. No, I... Tabby, stop! You and Gray had an encounter last night. An honest-to-God's encounter. Not only that, but you also almost died. We watched you almost die. Whether or not you want to believe it, that's what happened, and we don't understand it. Gray, for once, is on the verge of believing, and you're telling him to buck up or get off the ride? If that's what you're telling him to his face, I feel real sorry about what you're saying to yourself in your own head. You need to take the day off. We're not asking you anymore. You're taking the day off. Cam, Gray, and I will do this one. We'll give you a script you can record tomorrow, but today we're going to drive you downtown. You're going to get a coffee, see a movie, feed the ducks by the lake, do something that's not paranormal investigation. We'll pick you up around sunset and you're going to tell us about the nice, relaxing day you've had. Got it? All right. Okay. I'll do that. Good. Now go get your shoes on. Don't tell me what to do. Wow. Way to go, Ash. Don't congratulate me. Someone needed to do it. Yeah, someone did. Put the recorder away. We'll start again after we get her downtown. Gray, now that Tabby is gone, tell Cam what we started looking into. Okay. So... <clears throat> Ash was looking into a string of murders on the east side of town and... Hold on. Tabby's coming back. Ugh. What is it, Tabby? I need money. Don't you still have some cash from the other day? No, I bought groceries with it. Oh, right. Um, I don't have any cash, actually. Neither do I. Here, I just got paid. Is... $20 enough, or do you need more? No, that should be fine. Okay. Now go get a coffee on me. Thanks. Someone keep an eye on her and make sure she actually goes away. Got it. Anyway, Gray, you were saying? Yeah, so Ash was looking into a string of murders, all in the same general area, Thanks to her job at the precinct, she was able to peek into the evidence records for each case and notice that all of them were holding the same kind of journal. Interesting. Yeah, it was taken into evidence every time, but it but always... It always went missing within a few days. I thought I was telling the story. Well, now I'm telling it. Then by all means, you tell it. Okay, and here's where it gets good. From what little notes I was able to find on it in the reports, someone wrote all of this stream of consciousness stuff in it. 
Every report describes that, basically. What does this mean for us? You said it goes missing every time within a few days. Do we know where they ended up? Yes and no. The ones that are gone are truly gone. But just yesterday, something was admitted into evidence. You're kidding. Nope. Someone else was found murdered while clutching a journal with the same description. And a note this time. Okay, but what does that do for us? It's in evidence, isn't it? True, but we have someone on the inside this time. Ash, what are you saying? I'm saying... Please don't say you're going to steal it. I'm going to steal it. No, absolutely not. You're not going to steal from the cops. Don't worry, I have it all planned out, and it'll just be me. I'm going to go over just after 5 p.m. while you and Cam go get Tabby. They close at that time. I'll just tell them I left my coat there, and they'll let me in. I'll be unsupervised. It'll be fine. Did you actually leave your coat there? Mm Mm-hmm. On purpose? Oh, yeah, for sure. I decided to steal the journal the second I realized it was there. Damn it, Ash. Oh, hush. I promise nothing will go wrong. This is Ash, recording for posterity. And because Tabby would probably want me to. I'm about to go into the police station to (coughs) retrieve my coat. It's just after 5 p.m., so almost everyone should be cleared out by now. I shouldn't run into anyone else in there except maybe a few other cops who probably won't pay any attention to me. If they do, I have an alibi for why I'm here. I left my coat near the evidence closet anyway, and I... I actually think I'm just going to get my coat. Nope, nothing incriminating on this tape. I'll keep the recorder in my pocket. I tested it out earlier with Cam. These mics are great, so if I press record in there, you should still be able to hear everything going on outside. I'll try to capture anything interesting. Just like I suspected, no one's here. I clearly overprepared. Ah, yes, here it is. My jacket. Thank you for keeping it safe, convenient chair. You're welcome. Huh? I was keeping an eye on it all day. Captain Ryan, what a pleasant surprise. What are you still doing here? I was just finishing up some paperwork before I headed out. Did you forget your coat again? <laughs> yeah, you know me. Always forgetting stuff in places. Right. Anyway, since I have you, I've been meaning to ask. There are a few missing person reports I was looking for earlier. Older ones, mostly closed, I think. We asked you to organize them last week? I can't find a few of them. Do you know where they went? Uh, they should still be in the cabinet in the back near your office. I organized them all by date like you asked. Why are you looking for them? I was thinking about something you said the other day. About possible links between them. 
I wanted to take a look at them myself. For curiosity's sake. Oh, uh, well, that's really great. Do you need help with anything? I could use your help finding them. Right now? On your day off? No, tomorrow morning. When you come in, just head over to my office and we'll look for them together. There's nothing to be done for it tonight. Oh, right. Okay, sure. I'm positive we'll find them. I hope so. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Sure. First thing. Okay. She's really gone. And I know for a fact that there's no security cameras pointing at the door here. Ryan says that too many budget cuts left them unable to update their security system, which is great news for me. Hmm, where is the box for the... Ah, right here. Perfect. Okay, the journal is here and... Ew, gross. The cover looks like skin. That's so cool. Let's open you up to see. Oh, well, that's disappointing. What's this? A note? To whoever finds this, it is my deepest, no, my last wish to. Oh. Oh, this is good. What was that? Shit, I'm gonna get out of here. Open up, it's Ash. Where were you? Oh, nowhere. Just getting some valuable intel. What's that? Ugh, gross. What's the cover made out of? I don't know. It looks like skin. Well, it is leather. No, I mean like human skin. And is that worse than animal skin? Yes. Yes. Okay, but what is it? It's the journal from those murders we told you about the other day. Wait, you actually got it? Let me see. Ah, what's the magic word? Please, may I see the journal? I was going for more of an abracadabra, but please works too. However, no, you may not. Not until you tell us about the relaxing day you've had. Ash, don't make me... Do you want the journal or not? I like this new side to Ash. I don't think it's new. I think it's been there all along, seething under the surface. Just let me see what's in the journal. What did I say? <sighs> Fine. I went to Duncan and got a coffee, and then I walked around the park for a little bit. Then I went to the Barbaric Yop and looked at a few books, but I didn't buy anything. And then I went to the library and just browsed for a few hours. There. Is that good enough for you all? That sounds like a really nice day. Yeah. How did it feel? It was fine. Now, can I see the journal? Yes, you may. What the hell? <laughs> this isn't funny. 
I thought we were going to have something. What's wrong with it? It's blank. Yeah, it is. But that's not the actual interesting part. Here. What is that? These are the last words of the victim. What does it say? Did you read it? I did. And I'll read it to you all now. To whoever finds this, it is my deepest wish, no, my last wish, that the truth of my demise is known. I have no illusions as to my fate. I know what awaits me in the coming days. It was all written before me anyway. All in that goddamned book. I don't remember ever buying a journal. I was never one to write down my thoughts. It seemed such a frivolous thing. Who would care about what I had to think? Well, hopefully whoever finds this will care about these. My last thoughts. One day, and I swear it happened just like this, that damn diary appeared on my bookshelf. It wasn't difficult to notice. I don't have many books. So when this old brown leather thing shows up on my bookshelf, I notice. I open it up, and it has sentence upon sentence of what I can only describe as pure gibberish. It read like the unfiltered thoughts of some very banal and bland person. I flipped through a few pages, and there were lines of thoughts about what kind of dish soap to buy. Another page had a list of thoughts frustrated about there being nothing to watch on TV, and another idly speculated on what actually is going to happen on Y2K. None of it meant anything to me, so I just tossed the thing in the trash. I didn't think anything of it. But I was wrong to do so. The next day, the book was back on the shelf. I flipped through it to make sure it was the same one, and sure enough, not a word had changed as far as I could see, so I threw it away again. The next day, that damn journal was back. Now, the first time, I thought maybe I misremembered throwing it out, but the second time, I know I did, so I decided to give the book a closer look. The more I read, the more the words began to feel familiar. It wasn't until I got to the final few pages that I realized the thoughts, random though they were, they were mine. I know this sounds crazy, but the tenth to last page had my exact thoughts from that morning about what to do about my garden next spring when I was ready to plant again. And then I got to the next page where my thoughts played out in real time. The confusion about the book. The befuddlement I felt realizing that this book could really be my own thoughts. Being sure I never wrote a word of it. 
And then the next few pages became more paranoid, obsessed with the book, thoughts I haven't even had yet, conversations I never had. All of it was written in some very neat handwriting in this journal. It was at this point I began to realize there weren't many more pages left in this book. My blood ran cold when I understood what that meant. But I had to keep reading. I read a section where I considered writing out this note, and then a section where I finally did it. That was the second to last page. I know what's on the next page. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to think there's no way the book ends there. That my last words will never be said, because I simply will not speak them. But then I'm going to hear a noise. Every other prediction has come true so far, so why not this? It will come from behind me. I'm going to say, who's there? And then I'm going to kick myself because I told myself I wouldn't say what the book predicted I would, but I just did. Then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to see something I won't know how to describe. I will think, I am looking upon the face of hell and it is terrible. And then I will think, I have never felt such misery. The last thought through my mind will be, where am I? Why is it so warm? Oh God, death is such agony. And the book will be finished, as will my life. I do not know what this letter will do to help and I dread finishing it. I know that when my pen writes the last stroke, I will hear the noise behind me, and that will be it. But the writing has to stop, just like the book said it would. I can't keep writing forever, no matter how much I will it. I don't know what vain attempts at prolonging my life will be worth here. I don't know what this letter will earn me when I am gone, but I want it known this is not a suicide. I do not want to die. If my body is found, no, I try to avoid my fate, but it was already written. It was all already written. Wow. Is that real? Must be. It was folded into the journal. And this is the journal that predicts people's deaths? Yeah, the same one. And it's empty? Yeah, I can check again. Wait, no. What? Don't open it. We need to put this back as soon as possible. Why? Because I... We don't want the cops to notice it's gone. So... 
Just put it back as soon as you can, okay? Okay, I will. And, Ash, what? Do not open that diary. Whatever you do. Half Moon Chronicles is a Bad Address Media production. This episode was directed by Jack Bacall and produced by Isabella Van Ingen. The script was written by Kit Haddad and edited by Morgan York. Sound design is by Matt Regan. Half Moon Chronicles original music by Kit Haddad. Featuring Isabella Van Ingen as Ash Moskowitz, Jack Bacall as Cameron Park, Kit Haddad as Grayson Price, and Morgan York as Tabby Winters. Also featuring Katie Schwartz as Captain Ryan, you can follow us on Twitter at Bad Address Media or become a patron at patreon.com slash badaddressmedia. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>